0: Across Tamworth and the northwest Slopes and Plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. It's
1: been two hours, but it's, to it's been
0: a long day today, is that yeah, what you Yeah, it's saying? been a long day, <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: started two, two hours and ten minutes I ago. used to work
0: with a bloke who was a bit of a sad sack, and we were doing shift work and it was 7am to 7pm, 12 hour shifts, and he walked in one morning and I went, how hey, you going Justin? And he goes, my day's ruined.
1: <laughs> oh, mate, Whoa. Mate, it's, it's, just it's a dead.
0: quarter to seven <laughs> 12 hours to go oh, what happened okay. oh someone cut him off on the road or something
1: oh no
0: something <laughs> like that <laughs> See, I'm glad I don't work there anymore you can imagine like me and him were like working there I was upbeat all the time he was down all the time and i was just giving it to him the whole time Wow! unfortunately what's happening in the news this morning
1: um well i guess we'll start off with uh the golden guitar was it was not golden yesterday it was blue they lit it up blue last night. They did
0: last night. The 28th, everything was lit up.
1: Yeah. Well, so they had uh, the Trek was lit up, Town Hall, even the um, the the new seating that they had in Fitzroy. The LED, LED lights were switched to blue um, and that was all in honour. Um, it, was, it was twofold. So, first of all, for the um, frontline workers who have mm-hmm. been you know, kind of dealing with the the brunt of the COVID-19 pandemic, um, you know, not only across Australia, but also here in Tamworth. But also it was a bit of a thank you to the community because... The reason, you know, that we are starting to see things go back to normal slightly is because people did the right thing, you know, they social distanced, they stayed at home as much as possible, you know, when it was the Easter long weekend, they didn't go see their family, even though that was really tough, Uh, so things like that, it was, you know, it's been a hard time, but Mm. people have done you know the right thing um you know there's been a a couple of if you've got elderly
0: parents Yeah, how how bad is that
1: people who've got family in nursing homes and stuff i really feel you know i've got a mum in a nursing home and it's hard at the moment this is the
0: real hard bit isn't it of this whole thing Mm. is having your your parents or your grandparents not being able to see them we've we've all seen those photos all those videos on the news where the people are you know the the little old ladies waving at yeah. the front window there and all the people are out the front. That's lovely, but gee, it's not the same. It's not the same. It? No. It's not
1: the same. So, look, so the the lighting of the um, iconic landmarks is blue was a bit of mm. a thank you to everyone in the community because, you know... Um, as much as we owe stuff uh, I guess owe what where we're going now to the frontline workers, we also owe it to the community as well because mm. they did the right thing. And did so. we work out
0: why we chose the colour blue?
1: No, I was thinking that. I was mm. I was thinking as yes, I was, was writing up this story I was, I was going to ask you. he's gonna ask me again. <laughs> I got to check why Why not green? Um, I just think a nice blue's a nice colour, colour. Oh, but blue, I reckon there's going to be a super a bit, obvious you know, answer when you're feeling a bit blue And yeah. I'm going to find it out and I'm going to go I should have just guessed that <laughs> I reckon
0: Cole had a look in the back cupboard there And there's the blue Like <laughs> you were saying the other day The blue Christmas lights were still there Well
1: I think blue was a lovely colour And the golden guitar looked really pretty It's up on our Facebook page For anyone who hasn't um, seen a photo of it It's oh, okay, on our Facebook good. page yeah, well, Everyone Roll should go there it, and yeah. have
0: a look at that yeah. <laughs> Wonderful
1: um, Something else that I thought was um, really interesting Is um, there's been the release of this toolkit essentially to help sporting clubs and associations get back to competition stages? Toolkit? Yeah, so it's just what it is. It's kind of got like a bit of a step by step process. Um, It outlines a a COVID safety plan, um, encourages the communities or sporting associations to appoint a COVID safety coordinator. Mm. And it's basically just to kind of streamline the process but also just take a lot of the stress out of organising that because, you know, particularly in regional areas, you know, sporting is extremely important. It like is, The clubs are is. like the lifeblood, particularly in the smaller towns around the region, you know, it is the lifeblood of those communities mm. and they might not necessarily have the, the resources to sort of get themselves back up again. So Sports, Sport Australia has released this to kind of help okay, them yeah. get back on track. Whether it's
0: a help or not, though, so... I I was speaking to one of the directors of one of the sporting associations around here yesterday, and they're scratching their head. Uh, COVID officer, what does that do? What does that person do? They don't quite know. They don't quite have a description of that. Is that someone, and what an awful job this would be. I spent a lot of years, like about 12 or 13, volunteering at a local football club. I was president of the club for a while, so I'm not un familiar with this sort of thing but is that someone that's going to have to walk around with the little green vest on saying hey get one and a half meters apart and that's an awful job It's <laughs> an awful that. job. What, how are they going to have people there are they make um he also said they're going to have to have half an hour between games mm. so i'm assuming that's for people to go in and clean out the dressing room and it's, it's almost unworkable, you know. For little kids, I think it'll be fine because you don't generally... You know, the little kids always turn up. They've already got the gear on. You just go out there, have your game, and you go home. So, I can see I that just, one. They're also saying parents can watch from the car.
1: Yeah. You can't always do
0: that, it's hard, you know. It's a difficult know, one. Yeah. But at
1: the same time, there's not really a choice in the matter. And that's the thing. Like, we... Have to abide by these because, mm, as we mm. keep saying, there is no vaccine, there is no cure. No. So this is what it's going to be. I think in this instance, it's really once again going to be heavily reliant on the community or the, the members yeah. doing the right thing. So don't, you know, don't make it harder than it has to be. You know, I think
0: team sports. I don't know. I don't know where we can Look, start them until we until <laughs> it gets. If, if you're tennis or something like that, yeah, mm. I. I Fair enough. Now, as those individual type sports, um, but but like a team sport, where you you saw the rugby league last night, did you? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only one, I reckon. What about Lucy, the Broncos supporter? She, she was definitely wearing filthy. it. Yeah, she would have yeah, been filthy, was she? Watching it. She would have been filthy. She got Today. they got flogged. Today. Yeah, yeah, thirty-four-six. <gasps> oh, that's actually yeah, bad Parramatta. I know well, that Paramount is great. You know that. You know, thirty-four-six. Thirty-four-six Thirty-four-six sounds bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. not good. There was many. Nah, Parramatta many way too good. Parramatta very impressive mm. last night, but. Uh, back onto the topic, yeah, of, of social support, local sports. It's a, it's Good a tough time. Mean. We're going we to be after working out tough. a
1: lot of kinks, but I think that I don't know. I, I, I think I have faith. I think that sporting clubs in regional areas have mm. always battled a lot of things you know they've you know they've dealt with some in some cases dwindling numbers or you know not as much resources as some of the city clubs and things mm, like that mm. and so i think that they've got the the strength and the tenacity to get through i think it'll be hard but i do just think it's going to rely on the community and the members doing the right thing as much yeah, as possible yeah it, it
0: is and we're just going to have to take a punt on it at some point exactly. I reckon if there's no vaccine we're just going to have to be able to take a punt on it and then use it make sure you've got the app make sure you're doing the contact tracing make sure you're you know washing your hands and making sure everyone's all right. And if you've got any symptoms, don't go anywhere near anyone. That's just the common sense stuff that we're doing already. But to get any kind of football or at a local level, because, yeah, the NRL's back on, but that's not local football. And they're all in lockdown. They're, mm. all, they're not allowed to do anything. AFL the same. Mm. Um, the AFL guys, I heard a few of them interviewed last week, and they were saying, we're actually allowed to do less than what we were allowed to do before we were playing. So when everyone was in lockdown and you mm. they're not allowed to see anyone now they're basically confined to their homes and yeah, wow. you know so it's a it's it's a lot different to community sport yes, where definitely. people don't have that so it's eh, it's a difficult one anyway. Anyway, we've got to go to a break. But before I do that, I've got a little live read to do for you here. You'll be interested Excited. in this until the end of June. Telstra is providing all postpaid mobile customers with an additional 25 gigabytes of mobile data. Uh, Telstra fixed customers will be able to add, that'll that last make that'll last you and Caleb about half an hour. I have yeah, young Wi-Fi people with your, <laughs> Young people with your data needs. <laughs> uh, Telstra Fix customers will be able to access unlimited home broadband and eligible pensioners with a landline service will receive unlimited calls. For small business customers, they've even discounted digital services and mobile broadband plans and set up free virtual meeting rooms to help businesses stay connected. These are all part of the ways Telstra is supporting the community during this period. To find out more, visit Telstra.com or download the My Telstra app today. Pete for breakfast here on twelve eighty seven two T M. Sal Art Sal, and he's still here.
1: Yeah, I haven't I'll give it. you a
0: little bit of a sneak preview of who might be taking over from you.
1: Maybe you Sal. Have a sneak preview.
0: Maybe Sal. I oh. accidentally called you oh, Sal. I thought I you were like, thinking, Ah, oh, Freudian like, sleep. I was like, What do didn't you pick know? Up that, on I that don't. That one. I don't know much at all, as you <laughs> probably know, and the listeners of this program also know. I don't know much at all, uh, but I do know football and Parramatta were fantastic last yes, night. Yes, they, so they thought were. you back in and. Uh, talk about the footy oh last yeah. night. What Slaughter did you think of the one the referee?
1: Um, great.
0: Do you think it sped the game up or slowed it down? Which, this is I a question we should have asked.
1: sped it up because they didn't have to consult with anyone else.
0: Yes, that's exactly right. So <laughs> you're <See, I'm laughs> someone who doesn't even watch. <laughs> maybe we should give you... Maybe for next week, maybe on Monday, this you can, can give segment. us a match summary of a, of a... <laughs> game you haven't seen and we'll just tick it off and see how well you went see if it's you just go through all the cliches Mm. you know they went out really hard early and uh, um, they came at us real hard in the second half but we stuck to our guns (laughs) that sort of thing but uh, Parramatta were excellent last night their their defense has just improved out of sight and overall with the one referee I thought it was an absolute winner I don't I haven't read anything about the what happened in the in the paper this morning or in the online, but I tell you what, it was pretty good game of football to watch. There was a lot of ad hoc football. It wasn't quite as structured. Uh, the one referee was good. The six again instead of a penalty. So when you mm. – <coughs> what's been a real – well, let's say a blight on the game for the last three, four years, when a team gets near their own line when they're defending, they'll lay all over the top of the guy who they tackle. yes. And give away a penalty deliberately, so they get a little rest. Yes. Right. So right, they blow the penalty, and then the captain will come and go. Well, oh, what's going on? You know, yeah. faux argument. Yeah, yeah. Faux yeah. outrage. Yeah. Yes. At the at the referee, just so they can, you know, suck in a few house bricks. Yeah. Wow. And that doesn't happen anymore because the referee just goes six more tackles. If you uh-huh. if you lay all over, he just goes uh-huh. six again again and they just get up and they just keep playing so that tactic of laying on which is a real it was a blot on them because they'd give away two three penalties and Mm. they'd be like come on guys you know it's just cheating really
1: you you know know? what i like to shout at the screen when i'm watching with my dad butterfingers
0: butterfingers
1: i'm like butterfingers keep a hold Ah. of the ball
0: Butterfingers! do you say chewy on your boot when you when the blokes run in to kick the goal as well
1: chewy on your boot I'm going to start a, That's another idea, though. chewy on your boot. <laughs> 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 I don't know where
0: they get chewy. I think they're hoping the, the ball will actually stick to his boot instead of <laughs> <laughs> go, sailing over the crossbar. But overall, I thought it was, uh, it was a real winner last mm. night, this one-referee stuff. All this crap about, you know, it's going to ruin the game and all that didn't happen. Yes. And we did. As Lawsy predicted, I have to say, Lawsy said, well, we've had this game for 100-something years and we've always had one referee. Why would we... Why would we bother? You know, it's it's still (laughs) going to be good. And Lozzie was 100% spot on. There you go. Unfortunately, I tipped to the Broncos on this very program yesterday and I've gone home tail between the legs. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, I know. I didn't tip any winners on the horses last week too. So two, three losses in a row on the tips on this program. We have been having a good run though. Yes. Wake up and face the day with 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone 1287 2TM. All right, this is where you get a jump on the kids, okay? So listen up here now. There's a new digital platform launching. So you know how old Facebook is now. Nobody likes Facebook. It's just not cool. It hasn't been cool for a long time. They moved to Twitter and then they moved to Instagram and now they're all over TikTok, the millennials. Well, here's a brand new one that's just being launched and I want you to be all over it before they are. It's called Quibi, Quibi. Q-U-I-B-I, Quibi, 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 something like that. It's short for Quick Bytes. It's a mobile-centric streaming platform devoted to short-form programming. So it just sends you a little, you know, you know how short their attention span is these days, the millennials? <laughs> so it's. It's like that. Uh, it's a subscription-based streaming platform designed to deliver short-form scripted and unscripted content directly to your mobile phone. The name is a mashup of the words Quick and Bytes, uh, a nod to the fact that episodes of Quibi shows will run roughly seven to ten minutes in length, uh, which is perfect for kids now who think they have no time. It's available for download in the Apple and the Google Play Store at the moment, it's pronounced Quibi. Quibi. There you go. I should have known that. Quibi. Um, who's behind it? Well, it's it's uh, former eBay and Hewlett-Packard boss Meg Whitman is the CEO. A slew of big media conglomerates are also putting their financial heft behind it, including Warner Brothers, Universal, Disney, the BBC and MGM. So there's plenty of big names behind this one. And it'll basically just, you'll be able to watch little seven to ten minute grabs of shows. Think of an episode, so they've got things like movies that you watch in chapters so a movie that's broken up into say so you just watch seven minutes at a time while you're sitting on the bus, I guess, or sitting at home, you got five minutes for a cup of tea at work, or something like that, or if you're taking a crap at work. Now that's one of the things that I've always said is the point of a good mobile game is if you can get one, <laughs> if you can get one level. That's the the, the key to a success. If you're going to develop a mobile phone game, is can you get one level away while you're getting one away in the toilet at work? And when I say getting one away, I mean sitting on the toilet. I don't mean getting one away. <laughs> so Quibi uh, plans to tackle just about every major scripted and unscripted format, comedy, drama, reality shows, documentaries, news. Uh, Katzenberg, who is the project's founder tells us that he and his team have even started thinking about ways to reinvent soap operas and late night talk, evolving those classic genres for a shorter format and a younger audience. The variety and diversity of the program that we're on that we're doing here cuts across pretty much everything that you could imagine and we're trying things in a lot of different ways. So Quibi is dividing its content into three three major sections, marquee scripted titles such as most Dangerous Game, which is a thriller that stars none other than Liam Hemsworth, and uh, they're being referred to as movies in chapters. So you can watch a couple of couple of minutes of each movie, uh, and flush the toilet and get back to work. Or you might be sitting on a bus or something like that. Uh, such projects will run somewhere between two and a half hours each season, divided up into 12 to 14 episodes, and they'll, they'll drip feed you them one a day. Um, And a new one will be released on average every couple of weeks. Uh, Quibi's biggest unscripted titles, so the unscripted ones are like your reality shows, like your MasterChef, uh, documentaries, competition shows, game shows, that sort of thing that aren't actually scripted. Uh, uh, Thanks a Million, where Jennifer Lopez and other celebrities help hand out 100,000 to 10 deserving folks over the course of episodes. So that's like the secret millionaire, I guess. Uh, While episodes will mostly be self contained, like an hour of Shark Tank, uh, these shows will all have a recurring format and host. So, there you go. So, that's the new thing. It's going to cost, so it's probably going to be around about five bucks a month, something like that, uh, which isn't a hell of a lot of money. And certainly the kids these days, they'll pay 200 bucks a month for their mobile phone, where I resent paying any more than about 10. (laughs) If you're about my age and onwards, you go, you never didn't grow up with mobile phones, so they're a luxury item for kids these days. They're an absolute necessity. <laughs> so, oh no, how much do you pay a month? I said to one of the young blokes here the other day. He goes, ah, oh, it's one hundred and forty nine, but I get the iPhone, so it's not a bad deal. I'm thinking, one hundred and forty nine bucks a month for a mobile, mate. How are you? And then they go, oh. It's really expensive to buy a house. You bastards, all the things are going on. Mate, we never had that crap. We were saving our asses off. Please. Before I get angry. So the upshot and the point of that previous article was when you see your little millennial kid or grandkid walking around with TikTok, which is their latest thing, say, are you still on that? Man, you want to get off that? Quibi's the go now. Forget TikTok. Quibby, Quibby's the place to be, man. And they'll go, What? How do you know about that? Right across Tamworth and the northwest slopes and plains, this is 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley. Tamworth Zone, 1287 2TM. <laughs> uh, let's go to Ireland now. Why not? Because uh, Ireland's a great place and we'll talk. I've got an article here from the Irish Post for you, so we'll get a bit of ambient music here. I think it'd be the go, wouldn't it? <laughs> Ireland's last living leprechaun whisperer says the mythical Irish fairies are coping well with the lockdown and don't have a problem with the restrictions in place. Isn't that good news? In the Kevin Woods from Carlingford in County Louth is a prominent leprechaun advocate and activist. He's a leprechaun activist. <laughs> with a history of campaigning for leprechaun rights. Eh, yeah, maybe we should have the Looney Tunes music. In the past he has successfully lobbied for the mythical Irish fairies to receive EU protection. He also happens to run a tour business called The Last Leprechauns of Ireland and considers himself an authority and custodian of the iconic Irish sprites. With Ireland caught up in the current coronavirus global health crisis, Woods sought to reassure the public that Ireland's leprechauns are doing just fine during an appearance on ITV's This Morning program. According to the leprechaun whisperer, the Irish fairies are doing just fine even though their numbers have dwindled in recent times. (laughs) There are millions of them here in Ireland, but they all died out heard from 236 of them, he explained to the hosts. I'm really the custodian of them and their lives, and I've been doing that since I got them a protected species. During the interviews, Mr Woods explained that while most people can't see leprechauns, he has the special powers that mean they may appear to him and communicate through an out-of-body experience. Asked how leprechauns are coping with Iron's lockdown restrictions, Mr Woods confirmed they don't have a problem with it. Uh, while Mr Wood's tour business has taken a hit in the past few months, like all tour businesses, he's not worried. It's not really business to me. I have enough, I, I have enough access to the gold. I don't need the business. I do tell it to people all the time. The story's true. He also saw it with show viewers that his dalliances with the little Irish fairies have not broken any of the government's lockdown measures, which is good news. Leprechauns are spirits. They manifest themselves to me as leprechauns. I visit them each day. I haven't broken the restrictions. I communicate them through an out-of-body experience. Everyone knows I mean I can transfer my spirit there, and their pots of gold are safe. I just grab a coin every now and then and oil will be fine. Across Tamworth and the Northwest
1: Slopes and Plains, you're waking up to 2TM Breakfast with Peter Huxley.